Hey guys, it's Mike Five from NewMusicSaturday.com here to introduce an episode of NMS 60. And NMS 60 is a show that we used to edit together um, after the live New Music Saturday show um, and before we used to put the show up on different podcast apps. We used to edit together one hour, the best of or best bits uh, show from that weekend and we used to give it to a whole range of um, internet and FM radio stations across the world um, and they used to play at different times throughout the week <clears throat> they scheduled it in uh, played the show and you got kind of a best bits so and then you could go back and catch up uh, if you wanted to hear the show in full on our website and things like that um, we decided to put all the nms 60 episodes up on uh, these podcast channels just to you know for historical reference and for you guys to hear them we really hope you enjoy them um, for all the latest episodes flip up to the front and we'll, we'll keep uploading them every week head over to newmusicsaturday.com as well and you can find links to our youtube channel some great bonus content uh, including some bonus episodes on spotify and other places um and and just links to our socials and stuff like that you can sign up to the mailing list as well and we'll send you uh roughly a weekly email that kind of says this is this is the show this week and this is what we've been up to and stuff like that so thank you so much for your support really hope you enjoy nms 60 and do check out the full shows as well cheers guys obviously meaning not robbers <laughs> so mike is finally back after about a month of vacationing and gigging welcome back to the show mike it's good to have you back buddy hello it's really good to be back man i've had a lovely time but i miss you oh man it's 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 been fun b's done a good great job but uh, i i missed our, our phrasing and all that other fun stuff and tonight we're back <laughs> <laughs> with a very special guest we have martin from mr happy chainsaw martin welcome to the show Evening. So uh, today, Martin, we're going to be talking about uh, Mr. Happy Chainsaw's new EP, uh, It's Not My Ball. Yes. So uh, first question would be uh, the, the the name, like where where on earth did you come up with that name? <laughs> what, the band name or the name for the CD? No, the band name. The, well, it's a, I'd like to say it was a really interesting story, but it's not. Um, we basically had a gig booked and we were being pressured for our band name. We couldn't think of anything, and at the time we were listening to a lot of Alkaline Trio. So okay. From here to Infirmary, like one of the best albums ever, um, and we loved Mr. Chainsaw, and it was called oh, "What Can We Stick with Mr. Chainsaw to Make a Band Name," and it was after a bit of deliberation, "Oh, we'll stick Happy in the middle," and yeah, the rest is history. Right on, you know, because when you first when I hear something like that, I, I don't know why, but my mind automatically goes to Monty Python. It'd be something like they they come up with for a skit, right? <laughs> No, unfortunately, nothing that cool. It literally was a panic, a panic <laughs> to us. Yeah. So this is what we go with. Yeah, no, okay. Well, we're stuck with it now. So. <laughs> yeah, I really wish we had more time to think of a decent band name at the beginning. But to be honest, it works out quite well because the amount of times that people have, oh, I recognise that band name, haven't got a clue who we are, but recognize the band name well that's it right man it, it's got it's got notoriety i mean it stands out like i mean there's there's no other band like with a, like the such a weird name like that mr happy chainsaw you know and you know some people would go automatically to uh 
um, oh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but just think of it, the, the, the revving, the revving, the, the power, the revving of a chainsaw is like, vroom, 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 right? You know, it's like yeah. almost like a guy thing, you know, the testosterone kind of bopping out because of it. Yeah, it is cool. We've had a few times, the best band with the name, chain, with the word chainsaw in it. And it's like, well, I can't think of any other band with the word chainsaw in it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you anyway. <laughs> Well, same here. I, I I can't think of one. That's why it's like that's an awesome name, and uh, unfortunately, uh, Mike's t-shirt's in the wash tonight, but mine's not. So I'll be posting it on Instagram very very soon because I'm wearing my Mr. Happy Chainsaw t-shirt. Thank you, Martin, for that as well as the CD. You're welcome. So um, before we get to give um, uh, Mike the mic, haha, no pun intended. But anyways, <laughs> um, right right now, uh, mine's almost done. Just I haven't had lots of time to do it, but uh, I will be fishing up uh, for it for your new for your new video for Charlie. So, do you want to talk a little bit about that? For the, sorry, the video for Charlie. Just yes. Say. Yeah. So basically, uh, um, we did. We wanted to do a full music video, but obviously, it ends up being quite expensive. So we wanted to go down the lyric lyric video route. Right. We wanted to do something a bit different. So. What we've asked people to do is to record a little five-second, ten-second video of themselves interpreting one of the lines from the song, hopefully holding the lyrics in front of them, speaking them or singing along or dancing along to the song. And then I'm going to cut it all together with uh, some of our live video footage and make a lyric video that's a bit different. Well, you know what would be funny? Because we were talking about this earlier on, uh, on Messenger. Well, I said because uh, you posted uh, the, the the Carlton dance, and for the nineties kids, we know with Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Alfonso Ruggiero, the the Carlton dance, right? So you know, if if someone could do that or, or kind of slightly pull it off, that'd be amazing. Like I I don't think I got I got the coordination for it, even even with alcohol in my system, just because I mean it's pretty funny. But I mean it's it's such a it's such a good idea because that that is pretty original. I mean I don't know anyone else who's kind of come up with that idea, right? So, but at the same time too is um the other one other i will call it popular band video that's kind of like that and they had the bouncing ball was that people were big fans of primus if you remember why no big brown beaver was essentially just a cartoon and just like little scenes with a bouncing ball over the words and not them in the, in the video at all hmm. so i mean well someone pointed out someone pointed out to us after i posted about it that it's very similar to the idea that um feed just for the day Obviously, theirs wasn't a lyric video, but it was their fans singing along to the song and interpreting it in their own way. And if we can kind of pull something off similar to that, I'd be well happy. So, yeah, if anyone's listening, wants to have a listen to our song, Charlie, record a little five or ten second video of them singing or dancing along to the songs with the lyrics in front of them, please do and send it across. And please pick up the EP because it's really, really good and well worth the, the time and... Uh... Time and time and money to, to pick it up and listen to it. Without without further ado, we're gonna get to a song off the new Mr. Happy Chainsaw EP called "It's Not My Ball." The song's called Charlie. Dig this. Yeah. 
Charlie by Mr. Happy Chainsaw. Now this <laughs> <laughs> this one I, I I like because it reminds me of like old uh, Blink One Eight Two and even like No Effects and like Bad Religion. Like I really really liked it. I mean just the the, the kind of the the, the chorus. Uh, well. Course, wrong word, but well, let's say chorus of people singing together. So the harmonizing at the end of the song and or throughout the song was really cool, and that's something that uh, is not done too often. But it's it's almost uh, um, narrowed down to or kind of a pigeonhole to like a punk pop, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But it's really cool. Like, I really enjoyed it. But yeah, that's what remind me of, and this reminds me of uh, when I went to uh, one of the Warp tours back, and it was like '98, and Bad Religion, No Effects, you know. Boston's like uh, Rancid, Trey Papa Daddy's was it was a pretty badass one, and you know, and that's what this sort of thing reminds me of. So it's a good uh, kind of uh, memory trigger. We'll put it that way. I'll take that any day. Of the week. <laughs> Being compared to any of those bands is is brilliant. But um, yeah, thank you very much, Mike. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've said before, I, uh, you know, the whole EP I think is fantastic. That tune I think is brilliant because it's got that kind of. Um, Oh, I don't know how you describe it. It's, it's, it's kind of a sing-along chorus, but right. when you listen to it, it's also a little bit morbid as well, which I really like. I like it when songs sound happy, but they're a little bit dark. <laughs> I think you guys kind of nail that really, really well. Uh, but yeah, that's a great track. Uh, and uh, I think it was the one, I think that was the one when we had Martin from... Uh, Dylan T. T. Rocks on. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and his comment on that was, Mr. Happy Chainsaw sounds like Mr. Happy Chainsaw. Like, it's just something about it. Yeah, yeah. That chugging bass line of the chugging guitars have that kind of... Uh, it, it, it reminds you of chainsaws. It's a, you know, I don't know how deliberate anything about that is or whether it's just we put that together because it's in our head because of the name, but um, I thought that was quite a good description of it. <laughs> oh, we, 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 we put no thought for that kind of stuff, Mike, it just, it's just happened, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I like that, that's the way the best things work out, then, doesn't it? <laughs> but it just happens. <laughs> so who, who writes the songs, or do you write them together, or how does that process work? Scott, our guitarist, he writes the... He, a lot of the time he'll come with a riff or the foundations of an idea, and then it kind of evolves as, as the practice goes on, and he, even then, we will. a lot of the time we've written songs, and then we've played them live two or three times, and not actually liked certain parts and then we've changed them all up and that kind of thing so it's a very collective uh, writing process nice and when, when this is what i always find interesting because we we did the same thing and loads of bands that we talked to did the same thing when is a song finished for mr happy james or mm. i'd like to say it's when it's recorded but even some of the stuff on um it's not my ball we've changed since we've recorded it which is terrible but <laughs> um How i don't know <laughs> a song was finished because I, I've seen bands and that over the years live and they play it different to what it is on the CD it, you get different reactions at different from different people at different times in different venues and as long as the, the main structure and the choruses and the lyrics and stuff are, are pretty similar to what they are recorded there's no harm in mixing it up a little bit live extending the bridge out or doing a different intro and that kind of thing I don't think yeah, I suppose it depends how far you take it, doesn't it? Like, um, I think you're right. You can, you can, you can extend bits, or you know, add bits. I suppose it's when you kind of go, oh, actually, that that whole chorus section, we're going to go up a fifth or change it completely or something. And then I think, does, is that a different song? Or <laughs> I don't know. But it, it's funny because I like, I was listening to Bob Dylan's Unplugged album the other day, and it's hilarious because about thirty to forty-five seconds into each song, people start clapping because they suddenly recognise it. <laughs> <laughs> None of the songs sound anything like the recording. It's genius. <laughs> um, but you kind of think, at what point is a, is a song not the same song? I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. It's a philosophical point. It's a mull over. What do we get to spend all night on? Right on. So, uh, the next song up we're going to get to off of uh, the new uh, Mr. Happy Chainsaw EP. This one's called Standing There. It's the first track. Dig this. <laughs> Just to choose 
Standing there, Mr. Happy Chainsaw. Now that uh, to me, I think I mentioned before, it kind of stand, stands out like a like a punk punk a punk pop anthem, and uh, just the just the the chorus line and just the way it flowed. I mean, like I really enjoyed it. But that's what stood out to me. I mean, that'd be like a, like a, an anthem of the summer or something like that, right? I'd hope so. That'd be awesome. <laughs> if that was the case. If, uh, yeah, everyone got to the end of this summer, like, you know what, Mr. Happy Chainsaw standing there, that's our anthem, I'll take that all day long. Right on. Well, you know what, the other question I had, um, actually one I haven't asked in a while, is like, um, how did you guys, like, I mean, I know you guys took a quote-unquote hiatus, but uh, how did you guys uh, originally come together to play music and, like, kind of how did you decide on it? Well, originally, when the, when the band first started, it was... At school, it's, uh, me and my friend at the time, we we loved all like Offspring, Green Day, Blink One Eight Two, Alkaline Trio, and we wanted to do the same. Um, obviously, we were nothing like them, and we were horrendous. Um, obviously, as, as the years went on, it, it evolved, and uh, my brother Scott's the guitarist now. So at the time, two of our guitarists left to go to uni, to uni, and my brother, who is a phenomenal bassist decided okay I want to play guitar when you're a band and when I bought a guitar and learned guitar within a week and joined the band and, and um, started becoming less of a oh this is a fun thing to do oh, obviously it's still a fun thing to do but I mean it wasn't so much of a joke anymore it was a okay we're going to give it a proper go kind of thing right um, and then as the years have gone on it was it got like in 2009 it kind of got a bit too much in terms of we're starting to have full-time jobs. I was um, living uh, away from home with my soon now, well, ex-wife, um, <laughs> as the case would be now. Um, and it was just, it wasn't the right time really for us to be carrying on playing music. And eight years have gone past and it's kind of, okay, we're in a better place now, all of us. We're in the right place at the right time. We all want to play music again. 
the kind of the passion has come back that we kind of started to lose towards the end. And yeah, now it's it's incredibly fun and it is a lot more difficult because as I was saying before about the venues not being there and it's hard to get that social media presence and and that kind of thing. But actually, we believe in the songs that we've written. We everyone that has actually taken the time to listen to it and play it and come and see us at gigs really enjoy themselves and has enjoyed the CD. So kind of that little bit of um, recognition has made it all worthwhile and that's the reason why I want to play. We're going to play the last track in a minute. Tell us where people can buy your amazing t-shirts. Mine, sadly, as Bonesy pointed out, is in the wash because I'm not very organised. Otherwise, uh, <laughs> I would have had a lovely picture on our website for it. Um, but tell people where they can buy your CDs, t-shirts, blah, blah, and then you'll go hang around and listen to some other tracks of the Sunday for the rest of the night. I am, yes. Yeah, can't wait for that. Um, they can buy our stuff from very cleverly titled Mr. Happy Chain Store. Oh. .co.uk <laughs> That's, That's awesome. I didn't know the answer to that. That's great. <laughs> and um, you can listen to our songs on every other social media and streaming website. I'm not going to name any names, obviously, for, for copyright reasons. Um, I'm not the BBC. Just, just do. I was listening to you on Atom Collector Records the other day. I didn't realise you were on that. Which is, um, yes, Atom Collector Records. Everyone, everyone who's in a band should go on that website and create a profile and get your music out there. It is a really good thing. So it's another great thing that's come from the Rift Hats group, to be honest, Mike. It's that group keeps delivering. Yeah, it, it hasn't failed yet. Oh, <laughs> for sure. And there's loads of winners. <laughs> yes. But yeah, yeah, we're we're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, Deezer, uh, SoundCloud, uh, yeah, <laughs> loads of places. Or from a show, come see us at a show and get a CD. Well, I, you know, I was going to say, what's your favourite? But that's the winner, isn't it? Come, yeah. come and see Mr. Happy Chainsaw Live and buy a CD. It's going to be yeah. a favourite way to buy you it. Know, right? And just to mention Rift Half, you know, Ivan's got that regular uh, Friday show now on, on, on Hospital Radio in Crowley. But uh, just speaking of, speaking of Ivan, he sent me a Rift Half t-shirt and only one, like, across the pond to have one and advertise for it. Because the past, like, I guess a couple of days or three days, you know, no, uh, Friday I had my uh, my Rift Half t-shirt on. And today, most of the day, I had my, my 1 in 5 Evolve t-shirt on. And now I got Mr. Happy... That's a great Happy... t-shirt, that one. Yeah, it's a badass one, yeah. <laughs> now, now, now I got Mr. Happy Chainsaw, and tomorrow is Juxta, and Monday's Lord Numb, so... Nice, nice. Yeah. I've heard that 1 in 5 are really good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> really? I, I, I haven't heard that. Woo, shameless self-promotion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, they're awesome. They're awesome. Um, Scott, our guitarist, has a 1 in 5 t-shirt. Actually, he does. He looked great in it as well. You can tell him that from me. That's yeah. not as, um, I didn't mean to be as sexually aggressive when I said yeah. it. purely platonic. Um, but, uh, well, I'm married happily. Yeah. It's not, um, anyway, oh, yeah. moving on. J- yeah. Wade's world. I love you, man. No, no, Terry, I love you. No, man, I love you. No, I, I love you. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, well, I just happened to watch Wade's world the other day. That's why I was thinking about it. <laughs> So, I love yeah, exactly. So again, again, moving on, we're gonna get to uh, the uh, the last song of the EP and the last song of uh, uh, Mr. Happy tonight. So it's called "Your Best Friend." Dig this.
Mr. Happy Chainsaw with your best friend. And you no, know, especially the ending part remind me for, for harmonization uh, purposes and that sort of thing. Reminding me of like kind of like a, a, kind of old Boston's, like my White Boston's and again even old madness, you know, and it was it was really cool, like really dug it just because it it really kinda of stood out and it just very, very catchy, but great tune. Mike. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's probably my well, that's difficult. That's probably my favourite track on the EP, actually. I, I, I really, really dig that tune. I think it's just because it's got that ultimate uh, sing-along factor, which uh, which is really cool. And um, <laughs> describing that, I'm just like, that sounds cheesy when I say <laughs> sing-along factor, but it's not a cheesy song at all. It's, uh, it's fantastic. But yeah, it's, uh, it's nicely done. Where do, you, um, where do you draw inspiration from to write lyrics? Bit of everywhere, really. It's, it's a, lot of the, a lot of the songs on this CD have come from kind of personal experience. Um, but things like Charlie, it was purely, I just had an idea in my head that it wanted to be kind of about being corrupted by something to the point where it all kind of goes wrong and you kind of end up having to leave. And, but most of the stuff is kind of personal, personal experience or experience of people that I know of. Next up is a very cool, uh, uh, kind of ska punk band. And this band is called Q Cliche. The song's called Crazy Little Princess. And yes, Mike, I switched it up last minute, but this fits in perfectly. So here we go.
Cliche with Crazy Little Princess. That's probably the, one of the best songs on that EP. It's one of my favorite songs too. Very, very catchy. Like, uh, very, very cool. Like, really enjoy. It. Like, like I said, they, it's very catchy. The, the, the harmonies are awesome, and the vocals are great. And it's just such a uh, kind of kind of get up by your seat and just kind of dance around sort of song. Yeah, man, it's carrying on with the punk theme, uh, which is which is obviously always going to be a winner <laughs> on yeah. this show uh, for us. Um, I, I really like. Uh, I, I just um, put on Twitter actually. I, I really like the, um, the they throw in these little guitar harmonies uh, and stuff, which have got that kind of Iron Maiden esque thing going on in the middle of like a, a punk or pop punk tune, which I think is really cool. Um, I don't know if they do it live because I think there's only three of them, so he must have massive hands if he does that live. I don't know if I <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> that all sounds wicked. Uh, I think it's really cool. I, we've played loads of tracks now from uh, probably all of them from while I've been off for the EP. Um, and it's a really, really cool EP, and they're a, a band that I have no idea how we came across, but I'm really glad we did because they just kind of fit uh, with exactly the kind of thing that I like. So I've enjoyed just listening to, to on repeat <laughs> um, over and over again. But yeah, I think they're cool. They're really nice guys as well. Uh, I think these are the ones that when we first played them, I said, oh, yeah, those harmony bits are a bit like Sum 41, and then everyone sort of came back and said, yeah, but Sum 41 weren't very good. So it's a much better version of that. Right, yeah. uh, perhaps, we should, perhaps I should just stop saying it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, cute cliche. Love them. Uh, what do you think, Martin? I, I've got a bit of a soft spot for these guys. We're planning them in December as well. Um, oh, that's yeah, a good yeah, so yeah, playing with them in the, at the asylum in uh, in December in Chelmsford. Um, yeah, I randomly came across these guys. I think I actually recommended they contact you actually to go on the show, and um, they joined the Rift Taft and whatnot. And um, yeah, love like they they list a lot of the similar bands that that we do uh, as influence. They're like Blink One Eight Two, Green Day, Yellow Card, Some Forty One. Um, boxcar racer and that kind of thing and you can kind of hear it in their songs and I love all that kind of stuff I've actually got that song on my personal playlist actually so yeah good shout good shout well a big thank you to Martin for joining us because it was a lot of fun and we'll definitely have him back on the show very very soon and uh, yeah it's always a lot of fun so next up Mike we have another a new band we got from our submission from our website this is a band called Guns for Girls and the song's called Straight Line dig this
Right on. That was Guns for Girls, and that was one was called Straight Line. Man, that was a, a really rocking tune, like a really cool, like very catchy, like a very alternative. Man, it was a great tune. Yeah, that was a fantastic tune. I had that kind of nice, uh, I suppose you'd call it an uh, epic quality. It's that uh, you know, that repetition, the way that it builds around that vocal line. I don't know what we're now. It kind of uh, <laughs> that's a terrible version of it. Wait, I shouldn't sing in that band. Um, but yeah, it was, <laughs> just uh, the way that it built around that and had that build up. It had that um, little bit of kind of nineties alternative influence in there. Obviously, we're big fans of. It reminded me a little bit of a band called The Music, who did a really good track called "Take the Long Road" or something like that. And that whole album actually was really good. Um, had that kind of vibe about it. Absolutely cracking tune. I think they're fantastic. When that came through in the inbox, that was one. I think I. Uh, and we both kind of said, "Yep, that's, that's yeah, that's oh, yeah." <laughs> you know, it's uh, and it, it's hard at the moment because we get so much stuff through, and we got to pick, you know, the stuff that that we like the best. And it's 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 um, it's a great problem to have. But bands like that come along and actually make it really easy. Yeah. <laughs> so. Right so our next tune up is a band called Sound Mirrors. This one's called Planet Fall. Dig this. <laughs> Yeah. 
Sound mirrors with Planet Fall, man. That was a great tune because that was a mix of like 60s, 70s, along with alternative, and well done. Has a job all done. Like a great tune. Really loved it. Love the vocals. Like everything about it. Great tune. Yeah, this this album has literally been on repeat uh, to the point where William, my my five year old son, knows most of the words to that song. Particularly, <laughs> like that gets played a lot. Um, but it's it's been on repeat in my car for. At least the last week, possibly the last couple. In fact, no, maybe more because I'm sure we had it one when I was on holiday. Um, yeah, it's it's top top quality. Um, you know, anyone that knows me and anyone that knows you know, obviously my band and anything else, you, you'll probably get that I love the organ. I think that's fantastic because <laughs> it's got that whole doors thing going on. But don't get me wrong, it doesn't sound anything like that sort of thing. It's it's got that wonderful sixties. Um, it's it's so. It's quite poppy, it's quite indie, it's quite chilled out, but it's just so calmly delivered, if you know what I mean. There's no, right. it, feel, it feels like they're so relaxed when they're doing it, and they just do it so well. Um, and I think it's a great setup, having the keys right up front, having, um, I can't remember her name, but having the backing vocalist as a you know, permanent member of the band, rather than, you know, Right. You know, I, I do backing vocals, but not really. I just shout. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> you know, having it as a proper part within there is awesome. Uh, I think they're brilliant. And I think um, mine actually for Mr. Happy Chainsaw, who, by the way, what a guy! That was a fantastic uh, interview and a fantastic start to the show. Really, really enjoyed uh, chatting with him. Uh, but I think he was saying that because um, they're from that area as well. Essex is uh, is doing brilliantly well. And I've said before, I was born in Essex, so I've got a soft spot. Um, <laughs> but uh, they're from a similar area. They're from Chelmsford. I think he's known them throughout the years. They're in different bands, and they put this together and just come out with this album that is just blow you away good. I can't say enough good things about it, to be honest. Um, yeah, Sound Mirrors are fantastic. I, I'm going to cut it off there because we have, have a good time to get to you. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just because, maybe, maybe another time, but we have a brand new Ill Advice song from his album Maskers, which is out now. You get to get uh, actually um, a cassette tape of it as well, as well as a vinyl, so it's well worth the purchase, and it's a fantastic album. This one's called Bridges. Dig this, this is Ill Advised. I only feel something when the moment's gone I always say something when the timing's wrong Your tongue is more deadly than a loaded gun My heart sensation is a lonely one
ill-advised with Bridges off his new Amascus, which is by the by far one of the best ones I've heard in a long, long time. It's amazing. And uh, I know I've seen many, many times, but my first reaction was, holy fuck. <laughs> what a fantastic album. Like, Harry is, is the, 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 the definition of independent musician. And he does it all himself and takes a band on tour with him. He's essentially like like a, a newer Trent Reznor, and uh, you know that's that's understating. He's a fantastic musician, and his music is really really good. And he really has a strong point to drive home. And honestly, you guys should check him out. If not, purchase his album because it's well well worth it. Really, he's one of my favorite artists, and it's a big thank you to. Um, oh my God. I'm blanking right now, but I apologize. Anyways, I, I get turned on by another uh, independent uh, musician as well to, to uh, advise, but he's a great person. We've interviewed Harry a few times and just love it. Recite the Plan. Thank you to Recite the Plan. I'm sorry for your name, but Recite the Plan was who mentioned uh, Ill Advice to me, and we got his first album, Parkway Divides, about just over a year ago, but thank you to him, and what great music it is. Like, love it. Ill Advise is, is such a good artist. Um, the, the thing that um, he put out this week, he, he kind of uh, uh, did a bit of a, a Twitter rant, which I'm a big fan of, right. by the way. <laughs> Anyone that has a good old rant on Twitter, I love it when you, <laughs> when you see, uh, especially if they tag you in it, because then you see like 23 messages right. trying to squeeze in what you're trying to say in 140 characters. Uh, but he's, he's brilliant. I mean, you know what, what Harry stands for, and ultimately is is independent music is is freedom is liberalism it's it's about you know the the world has got lots of things that are wrong with it at the moment yeah um <laughs> and historically you know human beings have been playing music for fifty five thousand years i read the other day right? right it's innate it's within us it's a part of us it's something you cannot get away with you know you tap your fingers on the on the table when you're sitting on the train and that's 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 innate you can't do anything about that um and music uh, you know in in recent times has always been a kind of uh, you know it, it's a protest or it has a message or it's saying something or there's a you know purpose if you think about you know black soul music if you think about punk music if you think about whatever um and and harry's uh, kind of I, I say rant as if that's a bad thing and rant is a great thing as well but his, his stream messages the other day talking about cyanide club which is his new fan club which sounds absolutely brilliant i yeah. said them straight away as soon as i read it um he's just saying look you know we live in this world now where we can't seem to get this message out and we can't seem to engage people and it's all become about money and you know record labels are, are, are selling selling bands out and um, right. ultimately uh, and and you know we're, we're in a time where you know when you have things like facebook twitter soundcloud instagram all, the, all these you know ways of connecting with people all across the globe you know you and i have never met in person and we live thousands of miles apart that's right and we've done in fact, this is our fiftieth show, isn't it? We've done That's this right. every. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so happy, no. happy fiftieth, Mike. Uh -huh. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to hear that for a few years. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, you think about you know the the power of what we're in, and it's all about that independent musician. It's all about that kind of you know, let's bring this back and let's get the message that he wants to get across out. Um, you know, which, which is a passionate and a great message and an important message. He's got a great background and a great story to the album as well, which is fantastic. But he wants to, to get that out and be that part of the world, and he's going to drive that on his own, and he's going to think about it from the fans' point of view, not from you know how much money is he going to make. Right. And he's absolutely spot on when he says you know you pay ten, twenty dollars, you know, for a CD of an album, and you know the rate that these guys are buying them in, you know, they're paying you know, less than a penny probably per unit. You know, my band charge we charge you three pounds in English for for an EP. Um, you know, we, we, we don't make a lot of money off of that because we're printing them like 50, 100, 200 at a time, not, <laughs> not millions, right? right. These guys in the record labels or whatever printing is. Um, I know we're running late and everything. I don't want to ramble on too much about Harry's thing, but you've got to go and check out Harry's messages because he's spot on with the way that he views things and the way the independent scene needs to go. And he's a great guy. And to top it all off, he's a fucking brilliant musician. Like, he probably <laughs> couldn't pull it off if he wasn't so talented. <laughs> oh, really? But he is. And that's just such a cool tune. That's one of my favorite tunes on the album. It's a great tune. And it was uh, seeing that, you know, really did. I really resonate with what he said in the week. So uh, go check him out. Um, you know, if you're listening and you haven't seen that, join Cyanide Club, buy the album, support this guy because he's going far. He is awesome. For sure. So last song tonight for part one is a band called, <laughs> this is awesome. This is Dirty Falcon. The song's called Spitting Feathers. Dig this.
to the last one of the night and the last one of the night is a band called Honey Badger and the song's called Sleazy. Dig this.